0: Bron,
1: bron, 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 broncos, Broncos country. Let's ride with Touchdown Denver. Touchdown Denver. Hosted by Nick Ferguson and George
0: Stoya. Touchdown Denver. All right, everybody, welcome into another episode of Touchdown Denver. Hosted by myself, George Stoya, and my good friend Nick Ferguson. Nick, it's Monday. How you doing, man?
1: I'm doing great. Uh, here's a question How are you doing?
0: I'm here. Um, oh. <laughs> I uh, I am uh, back in Denver. I just landed. Um, but uh, you know Nick, it's just this team, man, this team is uh, something else right now. Uh, fall to the Ravens 10 to nine. Um, we're leading most of the game. nine to three, I believe it was about four minutes left. Uh, Ravens go down the field. Uh, score a touchdown to win the game with, with, uh, I think 31 seconds left maybe. Um, and the Broncos lose their fourth straight Nick. Uh, it just, it felt like we could see this one coming from a million miles away. I don't know if you felt that way, but I know I was sitting there watching it and I go, they keep letting them hang around. They're letting them hang around and and the offense couldn't score to put them away. Uh, even just a field goal, a field goal wins that game. Right. Um, and, uh, they end up coming up short. What was maybe your reaction, and, and were, did you feel kind of the same way in the sense that you kind of saw it coming? Yeah,
1: I did. Uh, but let me let me start from the very beginning. From the outset of the game, I thought execution was great, that open and drive. Yeah, I was very optimistic. They they did a lot of things uh, that we hadn't seen in uh, weeks previous, and that, that means a lot of under center plays with Russell. And I know that was kind of the issue at the beginning of the year that we didn't see Russell in the center a lot. And they ran the ball. And and I was like, wait a minute, what kind of philosophy is this? Knowing as though the Ravens ranked second in the league as far as giving them 82 yards against the rush. But I understood what they were trying to do, establish some form of identity. And I said to myself, okay, George, here it comes. At some point, we're going to get a bunch of play action because Russell's been under center. We didn't really get a lot of that. And you're absolutely right. As the game went on, There were missed opportunity after missed opportunity. And I was like, wait a minute, no Lamar Jackson. And they're allowing the Ravens to just hang around and hang around. I said, man, this is going to be a bad day. If the Ravens are able to move the ball down the field and score a touchdown, because you had to figure that was what coach Harbaugh was preaching to his team at halftime. We don't have Lamar, but we do have Lamar 2.0. And all we have to do is get, put somewhat of a drive together and then score a touchdown. And we win this ball game because we know the Broncos have shown the tendency to struggle offensively.
0: Yeah. And there's, there's a couple key moments in the game, Nick, that I think are important to point out the drive right before the half. uh, I believe they got it down somewhere around the 30 and they have a fourth and less than one yard uh, with about, I think less than a minute left before half and they opt to kick a field goal. And I get it. Take the points. Right. You go up at half. But that's one moment where you're saying it might have been their best drive of the game. It's the closest they got to the end zone all game. uh, And they opt to kick a field goal instead of going for it on fourth and short. If you get a touchdown there, game might be over. Right. Or at least it's a different outcome. Then you look in the second half, right? Justin Simmons gets an interception, gets it to the 40 yard line of the Ravens. Broncos take over in plus territory. You're thinking, okay, they're up six to three. They put in the end zone here this game's over three straight plays, kick a field goal. They go up nine to three. So you're like, okay, well at least they got points, right? Nine to three. Then after that, Nick, they have three more possessions in the game, or I think four more possessions in the game. Simmons gets another interception on the next drive in the end zone. Broncos get one first down punt. Then defense gets another stop three and out punt. Then the defense gets another stop punt. (laughs) and and then the ravens get their drive where they go 91 yards there's still time on the clock they get down to whatever it was kick a 63 yarder well short not even close and it's just like those opportunities nick only come so much right and and we look that's that's five opportunities that i just listed off and they're not able to get any points on any of that and that's why i want to ask you nick because we've seen the offense right uh do this in in several games i believe this is the third game this year, they did not score a touchdown. In the fifth game, that they scored 10 or less points. So we know they're not going to score. But I, I put this blame still on the offense for not being able to score. While I know some people are out there saying, well, the defense in the most critical situation wasn't able to get the stop that they needed to. And I know some defensive players even said that. But I'm I'm looking at this big picture, and I'm thinking, man, the, the offense, all they got to do is score you know, one more point, right? I mean, that's the way I look at it.
1: No, you're absolutely right. And two things can be true at the same time. So let's start with the first one. The offense continues to, to struggle. And everything that you pointed out is absolutely true. When I look at the, the inability to execute, uh, I look at the, the third down situations. And this these were not the typical third down situations that we're used to seeing, the third and long situation. We're talking about third and three, third and five, third and one. And you were just talking about the fourth and one situation where where a little of me inside was hoping that they went forward on the fourth and one play and I was just kind of coming up with these concepts of how to do it we've seen other NFL teams do it we've seen college teams do it where the quarterback gets on the center you bring a tight end there's a running back you get the whole push in the back you get the first down I was hoping that they did that but I understood what coach Hackett was thinking hey our defense is playing well Why chase points at this particular time? Let's take points before the half. I I totally get it. But it still goes back to the offense and the inability to execute. And, you know, usually when we talk about this Broncos offense, we talk about the play calling, right? The play calling still needs to pick up. But uh, there's a reason I feel as though now the, 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 the play calling has become a little stagnant, George. And here's what I mean by that. When you look at the lack of explosive guys outside the numbers that you have to work with, it makes it a little difficult for you as a play caller to call up or create certain schemes. Now I'm not trying to make an excuse. I'm just tossing something out there that that's kind of obvious, but still at the same time, whoever's out there, you still have to decide to that you're going to execute and make plays. But at the end of the day, it comes down to execution. And I think coach Hackett actually talked about it and his post game presser when he was talking about, we need to execute a lot better. And that seems to be a problem for the Broncos offense.
0: Yeah. um, They, they, they just don't execute very well. Like you said, two of 12 on third down, Nick that's execution. And it even felt like most of the day they, they were ahead of the chains, right? Like typically when we talked about them on third down, it's third and long in those situations. And they had a couple of those, but a lot of them were third and short uh, and they were able to run the ball consistently actually yesterday at times. So, Again, it's just one of those things. Nick, I wanted to read you this stat uh, that is just – and I, I want your genuine reaction to this because it is quite – it's quite historical and quite bad for the Broncos. But let me read this to you and get your reaction. Before Sunday, Nick, NFL teams were and 206 and 206 since 1995 when committing two turnovers, forcing none and failing to exceed 10 points according to pro football reference, the Ravens made it one two and two Oh six by beating the Broncos. Can you believe that? Oh, Mm. two and six.
1: Well, once again, again, George, it's, it's crazy. The stat line that comes out of, you know, the, the, this game, but more importantly, every game that the Broncos uh, play, it always seems to be a new stat line. That's kind of making NFL history. and, when you win a turnover battle, usually you figure that you're going to win on the road against a quality team that has a great defense in their own. But if you're able to get two turnovers and put your offense pretty much on the short field or in the position where all they need to do is drive the ball down the field, get a couple of first downs, even if you don't score, kick a kick a field goal and get some points. Usually that's a recipe for success, right? But in the Broncos case, It's not because that just tells you uh, how bad this team is. And and once again, this is going to become the theme of the show. It's execution. Yeah, I know, you know, we can go back and forth on the play calling. But when a play is called, you have to execute as a player. Case in point. I think it was a third and one situation. The Broncos tried one of those little out routes to Cam Fleming side. And just like the Panthers game, guess what? Brian Burns did it a week ago. And then now it happened again and the ball is batted down. My philosophy is that if you are offensive tackle and you know they're coming your side with a quick pass, you have to engage that offense that defensive player right away. But more importantly, this was one of those plays where I would have liked to see Clint Kubiak get Russell outside the pocket to make that an easy throw and not put that pressure on Cam Fleming.
0: Yeah, I mean, and and I mean They did some things, Nick, where the offense looked, you know, competent, right? I mean, Russell Wilson actually had, you know, one of his best games in terms of completion percentage. He was 17 of 22, 189 yards, 102.3 rating. So not, not um, bad, right? Like he, I mean, he was efficient, but it was because they weren't getting a whole lot of things down the field. They had a couple big plays, right? To Dulcich, to Judy. Uh, But other than that, they weren't able to capitalize on some of those big plays, you mentioned the two turnovers, Nick. Um, Justin Simmons obviously had both of them. Uh, the first one was a great play, read it right, uh, jumped, the, jumped the route, and was able to make a play. The second one uh, was probably the easiest interception of his career, maybe. Um, <laughs> then they run a trick play, throw it in the back of the end zone, and he's there to make the play. After the game, he talked a little bit about having the two turnovers but not winning the game and, and, and honestly just not being able to get the stop at the end of the game. So here's that audio. From Broncos.com, Justin Simmons talking about it. Hey, we preach takeaways, um, you know, a lot, and uh, you know, obviously, we were able to get two. Um, you know, there's that fumble there at the end that rolled out of bounds, which unfortunate. Um, but I mean, you know, we talk about it all the time. Also, like, we got to be great. Like, our best football has to be played in two-minute situations, and so um, special teams did a great job, kind of pinning them. I think it was on the ten, and then. Um, you know, defense got to go down and execute. I think there was a few fourth downs, obviously. Um, you know, we just weren't able to execute there at the end. You know, we had the two penalties. And, uh, you know, it wasn't good enough to win the game. Nick, th- this defense, we we all know it's, you know, been arguably the best in the NFL this season statistically, uh, has had some really great performances this year. But they have kind of shown a consistent issue with uh, getting stops at the end of games when they absolutely need to have them, we've seen that a couple times. Obviously, think back to the Raiders game a couple weeks ago. Um, you know, there's a few others in there that, I mean, the Chargers. I guess that was a special teams miscue. Uh, but you, you've got you've got a few in there, right? What? How? How? How much of that is an issue right now? And, and how disappointing is that to see? Look, we all know it was more the offense's fault that they lost that game, right? Any points wins that game, but. Also, I mean, how disappointing is it to see the defense give up that sort of a drive, especially to a backup quarterback? I mean, Tyler Huntley's a nice player, but it wasn't like Lamar Jackson was the one that marched down the field on that.
1: Yeah, that's difficult uh, to watch as uh, a defensive player and knowing as though you, you were a part of it. Because as much as uh, the local media and the national media want to separate and say offense and defense, you still play this game as a team. And to know that, uh, I guess, I want to say consecutive weeks, that this defense has played well for the first 59 minutes, but it's just that last minute that somehow they falter and they allow the team to get in a scoring position or field goal position. So it, it is frustrating. And when you if you're a defensive player on the Broncos roster, you want to be a little upset with the fact that you're losing games, how you're losing the games, and the fact that the offense isn't pulling their fair share of the weight. But at the same time, you are or you should be a little upset with yourself knowing the situation going in, that the offense will have their struggles and it's going to come down to you to be perfect. And that's a lot of pressure. But at the same time, when the game is on the line, everyone is looking to the defense or those players in those positions to make those plays. So George, when they don't now that kind of adds to the story. And Justin Simmons said it himself. Hey, listen, we needed to be better defensively. And we talked about it earlier. When you get two turnovers and you win the turnover battle, you expect to win that particular game but it's coming down to being able to finish. Another word that Coach Hackett used and, uh, to express his disappointment with his team is finishing, and that's been kind of the bugaboo of this team all year, the inability to finish, close out quarters, and close out halves.
0: Yeah, and, you know, you look at that drive, Nick, by the Ravens, uh, a couple of huge penalties. Justin mentioned those. You got that one on Alex Singleton. I think unnecessary roughness was the call. Uh, I want to say the next play, or maybe two plays later, was the Sertan interference on uh, Mark Andrews down the field, uh, and I think I think they converted twice on fourth downs. Nick uh, yeah, on that drive, is. and so they had chances to get off the field uh, and weren't able to. So uh, disappointing from the defense, but again, you know those guys are going to get up there and say, "Hey, we should have got the stop. Uh, we got to play better in the two minute." And they're right. They're not. They're not wrong. Uh, but I also feel like they should not be the ones uh, blamed for this loss because, again, the offense the offense didn't even get in the red zone, Nick. They mm-hmm. didn't even reach the red zone. Second time this season. You know how bad you have to be to not even get to the red zone? Uh,
1: yeah, That's- I do. I do. We watch it every Sunday. It's called the Marvel. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> You're not <laughs> wrong. You're not wrong. Well, Nick, we got to take a break, uh, and then we'll dive into a little bit more about this game, uh, some injuries later on, uh, and we can also maybe even talk a little bit about prime time, maybe prime time can come help fix the Broncos.